Welcome back to Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And here's your top stories in gaming. So it seems that EA is having a difficult week in regards to some of their staff members as well as their game sales for their latest one, Battlefield 5. So let's start with Battlefield 5. Um, Battlefield 5 came out for the PS4, Xbox One, and the PC systems no more than Jesus almost like a month not even a month ago and the game has officially went half off now mind you for Black Friday it went down to 47% off and we thought that it was just going to stay there and then do not check back up but the sales are coming in and it does not look good to the point that they had to drop it like 50% and a lot of the people who purchased the game oh and keep in mind that this game all of its DLC is included uh, so, the people who had purchased this game in the beginning are hella pissed, and rightly so. I mean, can you imagine? They bought this game for $60, and in less than a month, the game went half off. And, of course, most people may think, like, you know, but are we looking at the digital sales however I think that they looked at those digital sales and it does not look good I think a lot of people was turned off with the the microtransactions and whatnot that practice is not boding well with home console gaming it's just not let's not talk oh and this ties in with the microtransaction because I want to go back to Red Dead Redemption 2 online now as we all know that the game the game forces you forces too much of a strong word but let's just say it highly encourages you to Pay to win with the microtransaction. The game is incredibly grindy. Now, that was last week. And, you know, of course, Rockstar came out and said that they were going to tweak some of the gameplay mechanics and whatnot so that it can seem like, you know, a little bit more easy for those who want to play the game. 
but unbeknownst to everyone, and it was later discovered this week that they made the game even more grindier. It's these practices. I don't know where are they getting this data from, or I think that here's the thing, and this is just my theory. I think that they're fudging their numbers. I'm talking about most of these third party, like people who kind of push this microtransactions. I think that they think that people are actually going to pay for it. And they like kind of, when they talk to their investors, they kind of like, you know, say, okay, these people are going to pay this amount and this is what we're looking forward to in return. Because keep in mind, Red Dead Redemption, the sales for this game, is good. The reviews, they're great. But to these investors, I believe that they are giving them higher numbers than they should be. And they're trying to get that money so that those people who invested in this game... You know, can feel confident going forward. But that is just my theory. Um, let's talk about um, alright. So let's go over the Game Awards. So the Game Awards you know, was held this past week on Thursday and there was a lot of upsets and here are some of the winners um, content creator of the year ninja um, best esport event League of Legends World Championships Oh, okay. Best eSport player, Dominique Star Fox, or Sonic Fox, what was I thinking? Sonic Fox McLean, Echo Fox, that's his handle. Alright, let's talk about this young man. He came out completely humbled and announced to the world that he was black but I didn't even know he was black because every time he um you know he's on you know on the stream he's in his full furry outfit so I was surprised to find out that he was black second I was surprised to find out that he was gay and He's a fur a furry. And he let it all he told his truth out on the stage on his platform and he said it loud and proud. And I personally could not be proud of him. He is kudos to that young man for, you know, 
taking this truth and sharing it with the world. Now, this is not to say that a lot of people were not upset because there were, but they they scoured the internet to try to find something on this young man. But um, he was like, um, you're not gonna find nothing. And now he's living his truth, and I love him more for it. Um, the best esport game, Overwatch. That's what's one. Um, the best indie game debut. It was the Messenger. Best multiplayer game, Fortnite, of course. And I thought Overwatch might take that, but I was surprised that Fortnite took it. And okay, I'm going on a rant, and I'm not going to do that here. <laughs> um, because we got a lot to cover. Um, best sport racing game, Forza Horizon 4. Best strategy game. Into the Breach. Um, best family game. Now this was a surprise for me. Overcooked 2. That is, that was, it's a good game. I was sworn Mario Party had that locked. Um, best fighting game. Dragon Ball Fighters. That's a good game. You should pick that up as well. Best role-playing game, Monster Hunter World. That was a surprise because I could have sworn Octopath Traveler should have taken that. Best action game, God of War. Best. Well, last one was best action adventure game. That's God of War, and. The best action game is Dead Cells. And that is cool because that's a small little indie game. Best VR AR game, Astrobot. Best mobile game, Florence. Best independent game, Celeste. Well deserved. That game, not only is it good and has a great story, but the, the mechanics to that game, amazing. And it also went for the best impact because it, you know, it helped, you know, it talked about mental health issues. And surprisingly, a lot of people gravitated towards that game for that very reason. Best music or score, Red Dead Redemption 2. They also played, um, they had a performance for that, and it was really good. Um, let's look at Best Ongoing Game, Fortnite. I think the reason why they gave it to Fortnite is because, and if you guys, I don't know if you're playing Season 7, but it's amazing. I like what Epic has done with that game. Because, keep in mind, remember, 
Fortnite and PUBG was going up against each other. PUBG is now on the PS4 or what? I don't know. But Fortnite and PUBG was going up against each other. It's amazing how far Fortnite has come. They're flying in Fortnite. It's it's amazing. And last but not least, the king of the year goes to God of War. And it's well deserved. Because that game was amazing. I'm really surprised though that they did not um you know give that to Spider-Man. Either way, congratulations, Santa Monica. You deserve it. Um, Street Fighter V will be having in-game advertisement. This is coming, like, I want to say early next year. For what reason, I don't know. However, you do have the option to turn it off, but you will lose the extra in-game currency. It's, I don't think if it's a nuisance, because it clearly doesn't impact the game, or, you know what, let's hold off on that, because if it's just like, you know, a static image in the background, that's fine. However, if it's intrusive like before you play your game here comes this ad I find that to be very troublesome but that will be coming sometime next year and Super Smash Brothers was released this Friday this game is incredible I cannot believe how much content that this game has for $60. Now, here's my highlights of the game. First of all, run out and get this game. It's going to be the best $60 you've ever spent. I'm playing the classic mode so that I can unlock all of these characters. And that's like, for me, that's the easiest way to do it. However, there's this game for um, World of Light. Now, in World of Light, there's this huge, not story, but it's story-driven. But that game is difficult to me. Not to say that I'm not going to finish it. It's just that I want to unlock these characters and, you know, try some more online fighting games. And I like that, um, that I'm playing the classic mode because it, it encourages me to, um, try different characters. So, 
Why not get it at the Game Award? Joker from Persona 5 was announced for Super Smash Brothers. Now I haven't played um Persona. You know what? The come think of it. I don't think I've ever played anything like that. And I like RPG gaming, but I don't think I've ever picked up anything from Persona or Shinemacon Tensei. I don't think I've ever played any of those um, games. But I'm looking forward to playing Joker and trying them out. I'm not going to say he's on me because I already have a couple of names under my belt. The online game for Smash Brothers. I highly encourage people to hardwire your game. It just stabilized the, um, the control in the pin so it doesn't seem laggy. Just a little something to think about when if you do purchase it. And you can go on Amazon, a third party um, LAN adapter will work. Um, it can run from seven to ten dollars. It's it's a great investment for your system. So it up and that was this week top stories in gaming So this week, Miss Cardi B goes to her Instagram and put out a video of her talking about how she broke up with her baby daddy. All set. Now, Okay, she came out of the blue with this, and do, how do I feel about it? Girl, we tried to tell you. We tried to tell you that that... Uh-uh. He's a... Okay, look. No. He was not that guy. But he was like, under the post. He was like... Y'all won. I was like, we didn't win nothing. You was the one who went out there and cheated on that girl. I don't, I don't understand. Okay, it, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand it. It's like. Before you let this man come on now. 
And this is just not for these celebrities. It's for all these women. Like, I know it. Listen, I know. But, girl, like, if he is not even remotely ready, you you would know that before he does. Girl, please. I mean, have fun that one time. See how it is. But if you want to have kids with someone else, girl, you better do some, um, you know, make him earn it. You know, because you're worth it. Um, so now Offset is talking about he misses her and whatnot. I was like, uh, and I hate to say this, but thank you, next. She doesn't need you in her Screw her life. That baby's life. She don't need that. That little child don't need that. That little angel. She don't need that. You dipping in and out of her life because you having problems with her mama. Ugh. And since we was talking about Miss Ariana Grande. Okay. This girl is now it's um, rumored that she is back to writing again, which I'm sure she's always writing, but this song now, she's, you know, thinking of writing a song for Mac Miller. And you guys remember what I told you, I think that she loved him. I think that she loved him. And this is maybe her, this is therapeutic for her. I'm not taking that away from her. But a lot of people are, you know, like giving her the side eye because she's not writing for Mac Miller. Like, uh, girl, if you really do care or you cared about him like you did, where was all this love when he was alive? And I'm going to go back to that because I believe Again, I will reiterate, I believe that Ariana did love Mac Miller. I think that she thought the world of him. And this is just my personal opinion. And you girls can come for me. What makes it suspicious is that she got with Pete Davidson too fast. Like, too fast. And I said this in the podcast here before. Mac Miller dick was not out of her pussy before she had Pete Davidson dick in her mouth. She just moved too fast. And don't get me wrong. I mean, like, well, I can't say that I like hop on my warm relationship so quickly. I don't have that experience. No shame. I mean, the girl did it, but she could handle it a lot smoother than she did. It's just, it just, the optics of it did not look right. 
And Pete Davidson is in his feelings because of that song. Thank you, next. Because she's ragging out on him. And we all know that that song was in response to what happened between her and Pete. But, like, it was shady that she mentioned Mac. Girl, it's... It's messy. It's messy. And it comes off opportunity. Opportunistic. That's what it looks like. Like you're... I, I feel that you're writing from the heart. But I feel that you're being forced to. Like there's a... A machine behind it. And that's what I would give you. Um, the Golden Globe nominees were announced this week. A Star is Born and Black Panther was making a lot of waves and, you know, picking up a lot of nominations. Um, I'm looking forward to that. That's, um, is that January? I think it's January. It's not January. No, because, um, February is award month. I don't know why, but they seem to put all of the awards in February. Um, but I will follow up with you about those dates. You know, when I find out more about it. Um, Tumblr is changing. And maybe for the best. You know, because as we know, that Tumblr was the place to go to <laughs> find things and those things were highly sensitive and not safe for work but it was a place that I didn't know okay now this is what surprised me about it I didn't know that people who work in the line I didn't know that they were doing their work through Tumblr and I didn't know that they were making money from people who were purchasing their pictures and I'm not saying that they're services because I'm sure there was no service because I'm sure that they're not promoting workers like that but it was an honest job I mean they were very competent and they found the platform in which they can you know make a living off of it I didn't know that that exists on it but some people are putting horrible things on that website um, involving child porn and they were right to just take that part and censor it. And that goes across all of that platform. And plus, I think it was a huge company that bought it. Um, Apple had completely removed it from its app store after it was discovered that, you know, 
some people were putting what could be considered as child porn on that website. Ugh, disgusting. Alright. So let's talk about this big hot topic involving the comedian Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart um, was supposed to be um, hosting this year's Oscar Awards. Now he was he went to Twitter and And was very thankful that he had this opportunity. Now it was discovered that um, Mr. Hart had said some not so good things, homophobic things um, in his past. I mean, they want to say around eight years ago. And some of the tweets, because I'm not going to repeat them here, because for what? Um, but you can definitely, I'm sure you've heard them all. Um, he had said that he apologized for them and that he has, you know, grown and matured and he doesn't have those same views. As he did at the time that he put those posts out. Um, a lot of the people who was offended by this, you know, went to the academy, and the academy had a conversation with Mr. Hart, and Mr. Hart felt that his apology was being forced and coerced and he did not feel comfortable with that and he opted to be out of this year's hosting for the Academy Awards and Twitter was conflicted with this like a lot of people was conflicted with this Some people, you know, congratulated him on standing his ground. And some people were like, good. You know, we didn't want you as a host. Now, um, first I would like to say this. I like to believe that I was, that I am, was, I am a Kevin's Heart fan. And I recall Kevin Hart um, the first time the first time I saw Kevin Hart it has to be um, the 40 year old virgin and I thought that he had this spark and I liked him and then I ran across his stand up um little grown man and I said to myself that mind you this is Kevin Hart on his way up um I liked his stand up 
I thought he was... I still think he's funny. And... I was in support. And... I watched his movies. I watched his stand-ups. I... I mean, I like the guy. I think he's a wonderful guy. Now, through my whole time following Captain Hart, and maybe I just never followed him on Twitter because this is where the stuff was said. I I am now just discovering that he said these things. And keep in mind that I'm a fan. And there wasn't a peep of this I heard. And I like to think that I'm like well into pop culture and the scandal and whatnot. I mean like, I like this stuff. And I didn't hear a peep about this scandal. Now... We got all that out the way. Here's my opinion. At the time when Kevin Hart apologized for these insensitive tweets, I would give him the benefit of the doubt that he very well may have been sorry. But that comes with a caveat. And here's the caveat. Kevin Hart was on the rise. And he did not want anything, including himself, to stop that money. So, he came out and apologized. That being said, I don't believe that he was serious about that apology. I think that he was forced, I think that he saw the writings on the wall and decided to get out in front of it before it happened. Um, when the Academy asked him to apologize and he doubled down by saying he's not going to do it, because he didn't want his hand to be forced. He may have been believing that he was standing on sentimonious grounds and thinking that he's not going to be a puppet. Listen, Kevin. Though you did apologize, your video came out before you apologized, which means that your apology afterwards was hollow. I don't believe you changed. I believe you evolved, but I don't believe you changed. I believe that you have become far more accepting, but I don't believe that you could be 100% on board because you know your brand. Here's the thing.
everyone is trying to cape for this man. And my suggestion to you guys is this. Let Kevin Hart fend for himself. Do not die on that hill with that man. That is his fight and his fight alone. Now, a lot of people want to chuck this up to comedians. Let comedians do what comedians do. And here's where comedian comes in. With comedians, go on stage. They have a routine. They are there to entertain. They say homophobic crap and it's for entertainment. The greats have not it. You have your Eddie Murphy's. Your Louis C.K. Though he's still a jerk in some people's eyes. You have the George Carlin. You have um, Martin Lawrence. Um, Monique. She says some homophobic things on on um, on the stage. Um, some of the greats have said it, but you have to understand they're entertaining you. Those are written down routines. That's for a show. Now, when they step off the stage, they leave that stuff. Oh, Chris Rock, hell, um, Dave Chappelle. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place, but I'm naming a couple of greats. Now, they see it in their stand-up, and that is fair game. Because you can either go to the show or you can turn it off. When you bring that material to such platforms like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, these are your social media platforms and when you bring it to those platforms, you are not on stage. As a matter of fact, you are not a comedian. You are the person who is writing your innermost thoughts on how you may feel at that particular time. It is not for entertainment, though some may take it as that. But you are not on the stage. You are not getting paid to say these jokes. Hence, why it's different. Your profession is a comedian, and your comedy is on stage. Twitter, 
Facebook, as well as Instagram. Though they may be a platform, if they are on a world stage, they're not. Anyone can see it. That means you are putting this out for everyone. And you may be doing it for everyone with your job. But still. It doesn't mean you get a free pass. You said it. And you went a step further by putting it on Twitter. And if you are genuinely sorry and has grown from that, someone asks you, a company asks you, hey, you are a funny person. And I like your work. However, I want to clean this up because this is this doesn't look good for our brand. You apologizing shouldn't have been an issue because as a fan who has never heard about any of that, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. I expected better from you, Kevin Hart. Hopefully in the future, you know, there may be another opportunity for you to host the um, the academies. And hopefully you have taken this and learned from it. But let's be honest. That's going to take time. I don't know what's gonna come after this. I don't I don't believe in the cancel Kevin Hart, but I hope you are doing some serious reflecting because this on top of what you did for your child's birthday with that um cowboy and Indian on Thanksgiving is looking very immature of you, Kevin Hart. Sort it out. You know how to fix this. And that was this week, Top Stories in Pop Culture. journey and continue to be here 
I greatly appreciate it. Um, you guys mean the world to me and helping me achieve a dream that I have been wanting to, you know, see come to life. So, thank you. So, I hope to see you again next week. I'll be here. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can write to cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Cheap Thrills Podcast.